Welcome to Your Career. I'm your host and resident career expert, Todd Berman. We are coming to you from beautiful downtown Conroe, Texas on the Lone Star Community Radio Network, FM 104.5, 106.1, and IRLoneStar.com. Each week, this program will be discussing key topics to empower you to succeed with the job search and your career. In addition, we'll share with you the latest career-related news and jobs data you can use to land a new job and make more money. Our goal with your career is to share with you insider secrets and tips you can use whether you're looking for a new job or you just want to make more money on an existing one. Today's program, we're going to discuss how to build confidence. I'm, I'm really excited about today's program because we're, we're going to have some fun. Not only do we have an incredible guest, Alan Shaken Akins, but also uh, last night, you know, I happened to be uh, one of those folks that likes to watch the late night TV programs. I, I uh, at least like to see the monologue for the Tonight Show and Jimmy Fallon. And, and uh, he had Donald Trump on last night. And it was just an absolutely hilarious interview. And it, it really ties in great with our topic today on building confidence. So we're going to have a little fun. We're going to dissect that mock interview that Jimmy Fallon did with uh, presidential candidate Donald Trump last night. And uh, before diving in, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Todd Bermont, and I'm the author of 10 Insider Secrets to Winning Job Search. I've also written the book, Cognitive Selling. In addition, I'm the founder of TCC Learning of League City, Texas. My company provides an exciting online program that empowers people just like you to land your dream job. This program is called the Careers College, and it's currently available online at tcclearning.com. If you want to learn how to land a great job in less than 30 days, sign up for the Careers College today at www.tcclearning.com. In fact, we're offering listeners of this audience a special 20% discount. So if you go to tcclearning.com, use the activation code YOURCAREER, that's YOURCAREER in all caps, and you'll get 20% off any of our programs as a special thank you for tuning in today. Now, first of all, I'd like to share with you some positive news on the jobs front. First of all, uh, every week, as we know, the weekly unemployment jobless claims come out. And I tend to watch the adjusted number on the jobless claims, uh, the unadjusted number versus the adjusted number, because I like to know what the real data is. I haven't quite understood why they have adjusted versus unadjusted on that report. So the unadjusted number this week was just 193,000 jobs lost. Um, Now, that may still sound like a lot of jobs, but for the last eight years, that number has been well north of 200,000 a week. So this is the first time I can remember in the last eight years that there's been less than 200,000 jobs across the country lost. So what that means is the jobs market is, is actually looking up. In fact, in Texas... There were 2,400 fewer people that lost jobs last week in Texas versus the prior week. So let's hope this becomes a trend that the job market is really continuing. And do you know any veterans or are you a veteran in the audience? I'm excited to report on two exciting events coming up. The first is the Red, White, and You hiring event. This is going to be on November 10th at Minute Maid Park. Here it's going to be full of employers looking uh, to hire veterans. So if you're a veteran and you're looking to land a new job, you definitely want to attend this job fair, Red, White, and You at Minute Maid Park in Houston. And you can learn more by Googling Red, White, and You Houston. The second 
event that I'd like to talk to you about is one that I'm personally involved with. I'm going to be hosting a live job search training event for veterans on November 2nd at San Jacinto College. This event's going to be free for veterans to help veterans land a new job. The goal of this event is to prepare as many veterans as possible for the upcoming hiring fair on the 10th. I'm doing this in conjunction with ConnectVets, and we are looking to raise $100,000 for ConnectVets.org, which is a 501c3 charity in coordination with this event. If we are successful in raising $100,000 for ConnectVets in this event, my company, TCC Learning, has committed to donate $1 million in scholarships to our job search training program, the Careers College, which means that over 3,500 veterans in Houston will have access to our program. That's right. We are going to donate a $1 million worth of scholarships to our Careers College to veterans attending community colleges throughout Houston if we can raise $100,000 for Connect Vets. I am very passionate about wanting to help the veterans land jobs. If you are interested in sponsoring or know someone who would be interested, send me an email at tbermont at thecareerscollege.com. That's tbermont at thecareerswithanscollege.com. Okay, we're about to go to break. Stay tuned because we're going to have some fun. We're going to analyze last night's interview with Donald Trump. I can't think of a better example of how to express confidence than with Mr. Trump. Regardless of what side of the political spectrum you are on, I think we can all agree on one thing. Mr. Trump is one confident individual. So with that, you are listening to Your Career with Todd Bermont. We'll be right back after these important messages. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. And we are looking for talk show hosts and volunteer DJs for our music shows. Are you interested in having your own talk show on Lone Star or have you always wanted to live out your dreams of being a music DJ? With the addition of Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1 and video aspects of our talk shows, we are needing people to grow with us. If you or someone you know might be interested, please contact us online at IRLoneStar.com slash contact us or call the station at 936-647-5747 for more information. Welcome back to Your Career. I'm your host and resident career expert, Todd Bermont. Each week on Your Career, we'll be sharing valuable information you can use to further your career and land the ideal job. If you've ever been frustrated with the job search or hated Mondays, this is the program for you. Today's program is a topic I'm very passionate about, and it's all about building confidence. Confidence is so important to be successful, not only on the job and not only in your job search, but also in life in general. So, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because when it, when it comes to confidence, there's uh, an individual that I, th- I think of it's one of the most confident people out there right now in the public, and that's Donald Trump. So let, let's have some fun here. Last night on Donald Trump, or last night on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon on NBC, The Tonight Show, uh, Jimmy conducted a hilarious mock interview with Donald Trump. And by the way, a great way to build your confidence and to, and to have fun with the interviewing process is to have mock interviews and, and to try to have some fun with it. So Jimmy actually took out a clipboard and conducted a mock interview. So let's cue up clip one and and let's analyze this interview question by question. Last time we were here, we did a mock uh, job interview. 
Okay. Because this is the biggest right. job in the world, the right. President of the United States. Uh, can we continue that interview and finish it? Because now we're sure. only down to two candidates. Okay. Get my clipboard here. I don't know if I like this. Uh, <laughs> uh, why would you excel at this job? Because I love people and I want to do right for people. Okay. Well, let's take a look at that. Let's take a look at that clip. Okay, so the, the first question was, uh, you know, why, why should we hire him? And uh, just because he loves helping people. Now, uh, you know, that's, that's a decent answer for TV. It really didn't go into a lot of specifics on how he'll actually help me. Um, you know, personally, as a voter, I'd like to know that, uh, you know, maybe I'll be paying a little less money on taxes. Uh, maybe my uh, ridiculously expensive health care insurance might go down. Um, you know, some, some specifics would have been nice. But, you know, I understand it's TV and there's a limited period of time. Uh, so, you know, in reality, the answer he gave, though, it was a great answer. It was really uplifting. And, uh, you know, so, but, but one of the things I want you to think of in the interview you know, when you get asked that question is hopefully you're going to found out during the interview what the hiring manager is looking like in his or her ideal candidate. So ideally, you want to try to qualify that individual, ask open-ended questions, ask them to describe the ideal candidate to you. So that way, when you get asked why you should be hired or why you, you can relate how you fit that ideal candidate. Okay, let's cue up the second clip. As somebody who never gives up, we never give up. We can never give up, right? Never. What do you like to do outside of work? Do you have any hobbies? I don't have any time. <laughs> I've been doing this. This has been very... I, I really don't have much time. No, I, honestly, this has been like 24 hours a day. We have just gone all out. Um, you have to love your family and all of those things, but uh, we have very little time. Amazing. Um, why do you... Okay, so, so uh, we, we lost a little bit of the first part of that clip, but the question that, that Donald answered when he said somebody who never gives up, the question that Jimmy was asking was, you know, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? And that was a really powerful answer, you know, short, concise, you know, somebody who never gives up. And uh, I really like that answer. It demonstrates persistence. It demonstrates that he's a go-getter. So if I was interviewing a candidate and I was to ask that candidate to tell me a little bit about him or herself, um, that certainly would be a, a great answer. Um, again, ideally, at the beginning of the interview, you want to try to get the interviewer to describe what their vision of the ideal candidate is. And, and a great way to ask a question is, uh, you know, like they may ask you to so Todd can you tell me a little bit about yourself and and you can give a a few words but you know even before then what I'd like you to do is to say well you know I, I could talk for hours on that would you like me to focus on my personality or my work experience because it, it, it's interesting I know of a individual he had two interviews in a row and on the first interview, he was told that you got too personal on the tell me yourself question. On the second interview, he was told that he was 
too professional and didn't give enough personal aspects. So, you know, the key is, is you want to try to take the blindfold off and see where they're coming from. So, uh, but that was a great answer by Trump. Somebody who never gives up. I, I like that. Okay. Let's cue up the next question. You leave your current job. <laughs> because I'm sort of looking to make a lot less money. <laughs> All right. yeah. You're going to have to take a pay cut. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, finally, what will you do if you don't get this position? You know, I think I want to more than anything ever, I want to take over the Tonight Show. I want to get... No, that's not available. That's not available. That's never going to happen. Uh, All right. Excellent. Uh, you know, one of the things I really liked about how Trump answered those questions... Yeah, you know, he he made the interview fun, and all too often when we approach the job interview, uh, we we take it so seriously because you know at times we think uh, you know it's almost a life or death matter if we don't get this job, how are we going to keep a roof over our head and everything else? But people like to hire people, real people, and uh, it, it's important to be who you are and to relax a little bit and yeah not all of us have the personality of a Donald Trump to where we can carry that off some of his answers but you know when they asked the answer about his hobby and uh he said well I I really don't have any hobbies right now because I am putting so much time and effort into the presidency um that is an okay answer for that question and a, a great answer for that question as far as Donald Trump's concerned you know depending on what position you're interviewing for you may want to have a slightly different answer. You know, for instance, if you're interviewing for a sales position and you love golf, well, that's a great hobby for somebody who's in sales. On, on the other end of the equation, maybe you're looking to get into graphic design or something like that, and maybe you like art. Maybe you love painting. You know, you know, the key is to come up with some hobbies that are synergistic for the job that you're looking for. And then uh, you will be asked, why do you want to leave your current job? If you're currently employed, you will you will be asked that question. And it's so important to be prepared for that. Now, Donald Trump, he had a, a, a great answer for why he wanted the, the presidency. It was a comical answer and, and made everybody laugh. But you'll definitely want to be prepared for that. But the key is, is to not slander your current employer, to not disparage your current employer, because nobody wants somebody to hire somebody that talks negatively about other individuals. So the, the key is to put a positive spin on why you're looking to leave because you're looking to go into that next exciting opportunity that you see this being. So with that, your, this is your career with Todd Bermont on Lone Star Networks, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. We will be right back after these important messages. Want to check out what it's like to be on the radio? Need credit for school? For an internship? Then contact Dick online at dick.irlonestar.com. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station, and we are here to be part of the community. Welcome back to Your Career. I'm your host and resident career expert, Todd Bermont. And I am really excited today because... We have an incredible guest in our second half hour, 
Alan Shaken Akins, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun, some great stories, and, and some great tips on building confidence in the second half hour of this program. So make sure you stay tuned. So now what I'd like to talk about are some tips as far as building confidence. How can we all approach the job interview with the same level of confidence of a presidential candidate? It's interesting. Uh, I love listening to motivational speakers, and one of my favorites over the year is a gentleman by the name of Tom Hopkins, and he's a motivational speaker and sales expert, and He's been known to say many times that salespeople fail because they have not bought what they're selling. And this is so true, not only in sales, but in the job search. If you haven't bought why you're the best candidate, your prospective employers aren't going to buy it either. So it's so important to believe in yourself and, and what you can do. So let's talk about some best practices on how to build confidence. If you haven't already done so, Now's a great time to take out a pen and paper so you can take some notes. All right. First of all, the key is to believe in you. I want you to think back to all of your successes. In your life, everybody has had a lot of successes and, and great accomplishments. And sometimes when you're caught up in the moment, you're coping with rejection or whatever it might be, uh, it's easy to focus on areas that we haven't done so well, but it's so important to believe in you. Until they start cloning humans, there's only one of you on this earth. And you just have such incredible talent, such incredible skills, and any employer ought to be fortunate to have you on his or her team. And that's what you want to believe going into it. A great exercise that I love doing and I did it in the car driving up to the radio program today. Probably some of the drivers on the Gulf Freeway thought I was a bit crazy. But um, this is a great little exercise that always builds my confidence and makes me feel good. Uh, for those of you that are a little older in the audience, and you might remember the uh, Frosted Flakes commercials with Tony the Tiger. What did he always say about Frosted Flakes? He said, they're great. And one of the things that... I will always do before every speaking event, before every radio program, is I will look in the mirror, I will pump my fist in the air and yell out, I'm great! And and it's, it is physically impossible to do that without putting a smile on your face. Now, some folks might think you're a little crazy doing that. That's all right. That's why I say do it in the privacy of your own car or in the bathroom beforehand, before the interview. But, uh, you know, try that exercise. You feeling down on yourself, look in the mirror and say, I'm great! Now, next thing is to learn from mistakes. You know, don't, you know, it's so easy to want to beat yourself up when it comes to the job search and, and to feel like that uh, you've made some mistakes. Look, we're human. Everybody makes mistakes. The key is to learn from them and to move on. When you think about Thomas Edison, Thomas Edison invited, invented the light bulb. What a lot of people don't know is it took him over a thousand attempts before he was able to perfect the light bulb and actually get it to, to stay on. Now, he could have given up after each one of those thousand attempts. Uh, you know, it's just incredible fortitude to try over a thousand times to, to achieve something. But that's what it takes sometimes. But what he viewed each try as is a learning experience and one additional method he learned that did not work, so that got him that much closer to the method that did work. So the third thing I want to talk to you about is approaching life like driving a car. 
You know, when you think about driving a car, we're taught in driver's ed that you mainly should focus looking forward. You know, nowadays we have all these distractions with cell phones and billboards and everything else, so it's it's really easy to lose your focus. And life is that same way. So just like driving, you want to keep your eye on the goal. You want to keep your eye on the bright future and where you're heading, not where you've been. Sure, when we're driving, we do have a rearview mirror, and every once in a while we need to look back at our past experiences to make sure uh, we don't get smacked from behind, just like driving. And just like when you're driving, sometimes you got to look side to side so you don't get hit by a car or you don't hit a pedestrian as you're driving. You know, and, and in life, when you look side by side, that's, that's our current situation, the current scenario that, that we're in. But when you think about driving, you're spending 90 plus percent of your time looking forward. And that's the important thing to approach your job search with and to approach life in general. Look forward. Sure, you want to look in the past, but use the past to celebrate your accomplishments. Don't use it to, defl to, uh, to deflate your ego. Use it to instead promote your ego and, and establish your confidence. Point number four I'd like to share with you is to celebrate those accomplishments. You've done some incredible things in your life. Write them down. Put together a list of the top 10 accomplishments that have made you most proud. You know, come up with 10 for your career, 10 accomplishments from school, 10 accomplishments from your life in general. Think about it. When you start listing out all the accomplishments that you've done and all the great successes you've achieved, it's going to build your confidence. Point number five is don't take rejection personally. In sales, we have a saying that every no gets you one step closer to a yes. Salespeople are taught, especially professional sales folks that are telemarketers, they're taught that you may have to have 100 dials on the phone to reach 20 live people. And out of those 20 live people, you might be lucky to get one appointment. And this the same holds true for the job search. Obviously, this program is here to help you improve upon those numbers. But at the end of the day, not everybody is going to be the perfect alignment for you and, and what you're looking for in the ideal job. And it's important to have the faith that everything happens for a reason. So that way, if you know maybe you made it to the second or you made it to the third interview, you really thought you were going to get the job and you lost out to another candidate. It's easy to want to get upset at yourself and to get depressed, but don't don't take that rejection personally. Look at it. Look at all the things you did well. Look at it objectively of how could I have improved on this interview and done a better job so that way, moving forward, I can position myself to be in a better opportunity. And also, there's nothing wrong with reaching out to the interviewer and, and saying, hey, I respect your decision of the candidate that you went with and down the road, if there's an opportunity, I'd love to keep an open dialogue and keep an open communication. But just so I can learn for the future, can you help me out and help me understand where I fell short? And then when you go to get that feedback, it allows you to also ask the next question. Do you have any other folks that you could recommend that, that I reach out to that could use somebody like me? So never close a door. Never get down on yourself. 
Everything happens for a reason. It just means that there's a better job out there for you somewhere else. So don't take the rejection personally. The final point I want to focus on, and it relates to approaching job, uh, the job search as if, you know, just like life, you know, and just like driving a car, it's, it's the importance of focusing on a positive future and, and visualizing success. How many of you, when you wake up in the morning, say, I'm going to have a successful day. I'm going to have a blessed day. No matter what the weather is, it can be raining, but I'm going to have a blessed day. So focus on a bright future. Visualize success. So you are currently listening to Your Career with Todd Bermont on the Lone Star Community Radio Network. We're going to take a brief break. I'm excited you know, in the upcoming segment, we are going to have Alan Shaken Aiken. So with that, stay tuned. Did you know your favorite show on Lone Star Community Radio are on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Instagram, you name it, they're on it. Check out where they are online on IRLoneStar.com shows and see which of your favorite hosts are online. Make sure to follow them and see what is in store for the next broadcast. Follow Lone Star Community Radio on Twitter at IRLoneStar or Facebook with Facebook.com slash IRLoneStar. Welcome back to Your Career. I'm your host and resident career expert, Todd Berman. Each week on Your Career, we will be sharing with you valuable information you can use to further your career and land the ideal job. I am just really excited today. We're talking about such an important topic and that's building confidence and a few months ago I attended a motivational speaker summit and this was just an incredible event and I had the pleasure of meeting somebody that just every time he walked up on stage in front of the group it just made us laugh made us feel good and and so I am going to introduce to you Alan Shaken Akins, and uh, I'm just Alan. I'm just really excited to have you here today. Alan is a motivational speaker, and he talks about leadership, and um, just has an incredible ability to motivate people. And Alan, I was wondering if you could explain a little bit about who you are and how you got into what you're doing. Uh, sure, Todd. But first of all, I want to thank you for inviting me. I'm having a blast. I appreciate the invite. Um, again, like what Todd said, Alan Akins, I put the fun in leadership. And what it, what, and exactly what I do is I teach people that you can be productive, professional, and still have fun. So often um, we're taught that to be a leader, you have to be serious because no one's going to take you serious. But if you look, some of the biggest watch things, some of the most biggest pay for events are things that we consider fun, sports events, entertainment, um, just anything that you could think of as fun. And people watch and pay for that. And and then you, so I started thinking, so people volunteer to be the captain of the football team, but people don't volunteer to be the captain of the SGA group in college. And it's like, why not? And it's because they consider football fun, but they don't consider student government association fun. But they do do it because they feel that it'll give them an edge when applying for a job. And so it's just, okay, so you can still be the SGA president and still have fun. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, you know, of all the things that you could do, Alan, uh, I mean, there's just, I mean, somebody of your talent, there's just millions of jobs you could do. What was it that made you want to do what you're doing right now? Because it's a huge risk to go out there on your own and, and, 
you know, the, you know, a lot of people say uh, that speaking is the second greatest fear next to the, the fear of death. Yeah. yeah. And um, so people would, there's a lot of people out there, Alan, that would rather die than speak <laughs> in front of the public. So I, how is it that you got into this business? Well, it's even crazy people who would rather die while speaking. It's like, oh, no, the double whammy. <laughs> uh, it originally started like uh, public speaking kind of just fell in my lap. And what happened was I had a job. I have an engineering degree. and But while, you know, practicing my engineering, I, I used to get bored. And so I would walk around to different people's cubicles and talk to them to the point where people are like, you're not an engineer. Like, what you mean? It's like because engineers stay in their cubicles and work. And so someone's like, well, hey, you seem outgoing. Why don't you come to this public speaking group? I was like, nah, no, thank you. I have enough friends. So they came the next week and said, it was free pizza. I say, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I went and I'm eating a pizza and they're talking. I'm like, this looks like a lot of fun. And so they were like, does anyone want to come up and do like a on the spot speech? I'm like, yeah, I'll try it. So I got up and did it. And it was like, man, you're good. You're good. And I was like, nah. And then there was a guy there who took a liking to me. And he was one of the ones that they considered one of the better ones in the group. And so he and I kind of took it a personal challenge to challenge each other. And as we spoke and kind of competed, but it was like this brotherhood that formed in the process. And um, so he went to um, the same place I saw you five years ago. He went and he invited me to come along. And I went there and I was like, wow, I didn't think you could get paid to just get in front of people and talk. Um, But then once I realized that it has to have some substance and it's more than just humor. And so and so that's how I got started. It was like, okay, how can I do what I'm comfortable with doing but still give you something to take home with you that you can learn? And so that's where the niche started. And this the, the fun and leadership started, Todd, where I did an interview and it's with a major oil company and and during the interview, the guy was a bald-headed guy. He slapped the top of his, his head and rubbed his hand down the front of his head to his chin. And he gave the biggest, oh, no. <laughs> and, I'm thinking, and I'm thinking, how bored are you to just come out and just blatantly yawn? And, uh, and so he was about to ask another question. I cut him off. I was like, you know, sir, I don't want to be disrespectful, but we wasting each other's time. And I said, but I thank you because you taught me a valuable lesson. I said, because I'm going to leave here knowing that I did not give you a chance to see the real Alan. But I promise you the next interview I do, I'll give that person a chance to see the real Alan. Went to the next interview and I interviewed and one of the guys that interviewed me was from Scotland. And um, he's like, you have any questions? And I said, yeah, I have a couple. I really don't care about the answer. I just want to hear you talk. And he bust out laughing. <laughs> and he was like, I get that all the time. And he started, you know, we, and it went from an interview to just a dialogue. And he said, you know what? You're one of the funnest interviews I've had. And he said, I know you have the credentials to, to take care of the job. And you're a person that I can see me working long hours with. And I was like, okay, I appreciate it. And he said, so you'll be hearing from us soon. And I was like, all right. And I thought that was the politically correct thing to say. But then um, the, the recruiter called me. He's like, hey, they're really interested in you. Which And the crazy part, Todd, is I showed up 30 minutes late for that interview. I was oh, you in. broke one of the cardinal rules. I broke, I broke <laughs> it. And I was kind of going through some legal issues at the time. And I was just like, I really don't feel like being bothered with anybody. But they was like, hey, they really wanted to do an interview. And it's, it's almost that feeling like I really don't care right now. I'm, I'm just going to be me. And once I did it, it worked out for the better. And so ever since then, I've had a rule like, you know, whenever you do go do an interview with a company, leave there knowing that I gave it my best and I did give you a chance to see the real me. That is Great advice. And, and I'm just curious, what gave you the confidence on that first interview to say that uh, 
you, you know, I don't want to waste each other's time, you know, because, you know, that takes some guts to do yeah. that. You know, what, how, how'd you get that confidence? I guess it's doing college, you know, when you constantly asking girls out on dates and they take you on a date and you take them on a date and you kind of see she's not into me. <laughs> And I don't want to keep wasting money taking you out on dates. So, like, <laughs> cut it off when you have a chance. And that's what it was. And I kind of realized from my experience in dating, it like, uh, this is not going to happen. It's not going to work. It's, and it was like, okay, let's just go ahead, Alan, and, you know, just cut it while you can. Outstanding. Well, we're going to have some more questions for Alan after the break. Currently, you are listening to Your Career with Todd Bermont on Conroe's FM 104.5-106.1 IRLoneStar.com Stay tuned for more great information. Lone Star Community Radio is FM. That's right. Set your radio dials and your button presets to Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1 coming in June of 2016 to celebrate this edition and the addition of video versions of our talk and music shows on YouTube, cable TV, and Our City TV, we are offering special sponsorships rates, which include free audio spots that are played throughout our broadcast. Interested? Check out our sponsor rates for shows just like the one you're listening to online at IRLoneStar.com sponsor or call the station at 936 647 57 Reaching the people of Montgomery County with Montgomery County's community radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Welcome back to Your Career with Todd Bermont. And I am just really excited today because we have Alan Shaken Akins in the studio with us. And uh, I want to go back to that second story you were talking about, about that interview you know, one of the key takeaways that I had from that is the the importance of being you. And uh, I was wondering if you can a little bit elaborate a little bit on that. Uh, yeah, you said it early in one of the earlier segments. You talked about how there's no one else in the world that's like you unless they start cloning people. And so that alone makes you unique. That alone makes you special. And that alone makes you stand out amongst the crowd. But the trick is to allow people to get to see you and what you bring to the table in a way that you're comfortable telling them and it doesn't come off as being uh, conceited or arrogant uh i i don't have an i've been on both sides i've done done the interviews and i've been the one to uh, interview other people and i had i did not have a problem with people would tell me just confidently hey i am really good at this and it was like, okay. And then, of course, we say, well, show us. And then they will show us. And you're like, oh, okay, that, you are good at that. Compared to saying, well, I could do whatever you want me to do. Like, anybody can do what you ask them to do. So, you know, whatever makes you special is what you are. And so, you know, if you're a jerk, be a jerk. But <laughs> <laughs> explain, though, how you being a jerk is going to benefit the company, though, you know, benefit the boss. But, um, but don't try to be who you're not. Because, and it's really easy to tell with somebody not being themselves. It's like, oh, okay, he's holding back. So. Well, I know I've worked for a couple of jerks. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a place for them in the workplace. <laughs> so I know firsthand they get hired. <laughs> but, <laughs> and promoted, too. 
Uh, but seriously, though, I, what I'd like to get back to, Alan, um, one of the purposes of this program is we definitely want to leave people with actionable tips that they can use to uh, really improve their quality of life, improve the job search, and improve their careers in general. And I was wondering, do you have two or three tips that you could share with us from your perspective of how do you build confidence? Yeah, a lot of uh, the the 16th, the six tips you gave earlier, oh man, I they resonate with me. And I want to start with number six. When you say focus on the positive, there's a book called The Way of the Seal written by Mark Devine. And in the book, he talks about the only perfect thing we can do is visualize and imagine, which in my opinion, imagination is the most powerful thing we have. And so what happens is for you to have a positive focus on life, you just have to visualize that when you, I go in this interview, I'm going to do well. And and not just say I'm going to do well. In your mind, you see yourself sitting down in the seat. In your, in your mind, you see yourself at the desk looking at someone. You see them talking to you, and you start answering. I mean, you might want to do this in your closet because I would say answer <laughs> out loud because you have to hear yourself answer and be confident like, okay, that was a good answer. And so when the time comes, it's you've already practiced if you think about it the easiest you got two people one person who's never touched the ball well actually both never touched the ball but one of them in his mind he's watched the game in his mind he's been shooting the basketball the other person never seen basketball before in their life so the person who even though neither one of these guys touched the basketball the one who's actually in his mind seen it it would do a lot better than the one who didn't because in his mind his form is perfect in his mind, his execution is, I mean, just on point compared to the other person who, as he get there, he's kind of playing it by ear. So that's one of the things I, I, I highly encourage people to do, visualize it. That, if you need to get a visual board, do it. That is a that is a great suggestion. That that reminds me, years ago I lived in Chicago and I was a big Bulls fan when Michael Jordan was playing for the Bulls. and. One of the things that Michael Jordan talked about, because, boy, did he sink a lot of game-winning shots for the Bulls. And I remember many an interview with Michael Jordan where he would say that, in my mind, I would visualize sinking that game-winning shot. I would visualize the clock with zero, you know, or one and then zero seconds as he releases the ball yeah. and sinking that three-pointer uh, to win the game, and, and that visualization will become reality. So I love that. Yeah. yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, and one other thing you said, too, was when you say don't take anything personal, number five, you said don't take no personally. And that, that I remember in, the, in college, and I asked my wife to go out with me, and I asked her 20 times. And <laughs> 20 every, times? 20 times, it was like no, every time <laughs> no, no. And, but I didn't take no personal. And, and so I, and when you don't take no personal, you make excuses for why they said no, which also makes you want to come back and ask again. So when she said no, I would say, well, it's because I had a blue shirt on today. And then she would say, no, I said, well, because the sun come out today. And I, you know, and one time I told her, oh, I need to wear shorts because I have beautiful ankles and you need to look at my ankles when I ask you out. And, you know, and she saw that now I was persistent and that I wasn't, it, it wasn't a, personal thing for me to me i had bigger plans and so it was like okay so finally and the craziest part Todd, when she finally said yes i was so unprepared i just walked <laughs> off <laughs> she was like yes and i just left and so the next day the next day she was like so what happened i said you were serious she's like yeah and i said yeah we'll, we'll see we'll see because i had been preparing for no for so long and another one uh, number four, you said celebrate those accomplishments. A lot of people I've met who, who lack confidence, part of the confidence they lack is because they don't really have a significant win in their life. 
but and what I try to tell him is a win is a win. Whether it, you win by 30 points or you win by one, it's still a win. And so a lot of times what you consider to be significant is, uh, I'm sorry, inc- insignificant. It's really significant. For example, I, I was talking to one guy and he was like, you know, I haven't, I, I haven't done anything worth winning. And I was like, what, you woke up this morning, right? He's like, yeah. But he said, but everybody woke up. I was like, no, there's some people who didn't wake up this morning. So that alone is a win. And he's like, so what's so good about it? Because, you know, all these negative things he started listing out. And I said, but the, all the negative things you talked about was happened yesterday. So you woke up today for a chance to correct those things. And you woke up for today for a chance to go forward for what you wanted tomorrow. I said, so that alone is a victory. And he was like, I never looked at it that way, but I can see what you, what you mean. And I was like, yeah, so make the most of this moment, you know, and this is a win for you. And so, and as he started doing it, he was like, yeah. And he said, you know, this happened and that happened. And he said, I never noticed it before. Excellent. Excellent. Well, you are currently listening to Your Career with Todd Bermont. And we are on the Lone Star Radio Network. And we will be returning for a final segment on building confidence. So stay tuned. We're starting to film our talk shows and putting them on YouTube. Your favorite Lone Star Community Radio show can be seen on YouTube under our Lone Star Community Radio channel and on City of Conroe's Our City TV channel on Sudden Link Channel 12. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel to see the most recently released videos and find more information online at IRLoneStar.com TV. Welcome back to Your Career. I'm your host and resident career expert, Todd Bermond. And I'm just absolutely thrilled today to have Alan Shaken Akins in the studio yeah. with us. And <laughs> that's the crowd noise. And, uh, you know, it's just, just great stuff, Alan, that you were sharing with us. And I was wondering if, because if, uh, we're, we're coming up on the top of the hour, and I was wondering if you have any final tips for folks out there as far as building confidence. And then I'd also, after that, would like to learn uh, how we can – get in touch with you, you know, maybe somebody wants to hire you for a speaking engagement or whatever, or maybe even consulting. So, um, so if you could kind of share with us some, uh, final tips that you might have and then how we can go about reaching you. Oh yeah. Awesome. Uh, there's a book that's written by Dr. Carolyn Leaf, L E A F. It's called who switched off my brain. And in the book, she talks about two things that really stood out in my mind. One, she says that, uh, the brain, the brain is made up to house a, million years worth of memories and I was like wow and the second thing she talked about is that the mind increases in capacity and strength as we get older and so often you hear people say as you you get older the mind's the first thing to go and she said that's not true that in actuality the mind actually gets stronger the problem is that we don't work that muscle we don't work that brain and I think part of the reason we don't work that muscle is because whenever we decide to to do something you're starting to use your confident muscle and the very first thing is the idea. Like, okay, I think I want to learn how to swim. But as soon as that idea comes, and then the fear of failure or resistance come up. And so often people stop at this level. They're like, well, I'm an old person, and I don't want to be in the pool with kitties. Or I, don't, I can't drink that much water, so I'm not going to get in the pool. Not realizing that once you activate your courage, which there's two steps to activating your courage. One is you say it. And once you said your mind and your body's like, okay, now that we said it, let's start doing what you said because we don't want you to be a liar. Can, and, can you give an example of that? Um, we could use it for the uh, I told you the example earlier. So I seen my wife, and, and at the time she was a, a study 
we all studied in the same group. And I thought, man, she's good looking. And so, and I said out, my, out loud, I said, you know what? I'm going to ask her out. And a friend of mine was there, and he started laughing. He's like, whatever. And I said, I'm going to ask her out. And so, because I said out loud, when all three of us was together, he said in front of her, hey, there she go. Ask her out, Alan. And I said, oh, really? You're going to put me out there? But I had no choice now. And so my body was like, let's go. We've been talking about it. So I said, hey, you want to go out? And she's like, no. And he bust out laughing because it was entertainment for him. But now it's a challenge to me. And so that's what happened. So And um, and that resistance came up. And it was in, I, in the note, I heard she don't want you. But on the flip side, I heard she just wants you to try harder. And so, you know, the greatest thing a guy can have is hope. And so, uh, but so then once you activate that, that courage muscle by saying it, then you have a, a commitment. And then once you commit to that uh, courage, then you do something that's practical, you know. Impractical would have been me giving her some gum and saying, because I gave you gum, we're, we're now an item. But practical is, okay, let's actually just continually pursue her. And then, so once you make this decision to become committed, um, you start to see progress. You know, I see where I'll say different stuff and she'll kind of chuckle. And I was like, okay, so she kind of does favor me. You know, she, she does like something I do. And I just built on that. And, I, and as you start to build on that and you see the progress, a little turns into a lot. So the, so the key then is to not necessarily expect or get bummed out that you don't get the big win right away, but to look for some small areas of encouragement over time, those small areas build into something big and major. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Even like working out, you you work out and you're not going to go on a bench and bench 300 pounds, but you start lifting a little weights. And then as you lift it, you start to see muscles form that areas they didn't form before. And and it gives you hope and encouragement. Like, okay, I can see this happening. And then you put maybe five more pounds on there and you just keep building and keep building. And then you ask, so how does that translate into interviewing for a career? Well, let's say you go on an interview and you talk to someone and you feel like it's not really working. Ask the guy, say, hey, what did I do that you liked? And what I areas like can that. I improve? And, and most of the time, they know if they want you or not. And, and, and a lot of guys like that because like, they see that you're, trying to, you, you're looking for feedback and you want to be better. And they'll tell you, hey, well, do this. Uh, don't do that next time. Like, hey, you don't really make good eye contact. Say, okay, your handshake is kind of weak. It's like, okay, you're slouching in your seat. You look unconfident. Say, all right. But then they say, hey, you're really knowledgeable, and you know what you know. Okay, start with that. And you'll be surprised, and as you start to build, you'll get to the company that's like, wow, you're, you're awesome, not knowing. All I, that I love it. I love that analogy of weightlifting to build your confidence. Yeah. Because that's so true. Uh you know, I've been involved with some boot camps and stuff, and, and that definitely, it's, you know, your strength builds over time. So I love it. So how can people get in touch with you, Alan? Uh, they can. My website is alanakins.com, A-L-L-E-N-A-K-I-N-S.com. Um, I have a, on there, there's a place where you can sign up for a free newsletter. In actuality, what I do is weekly, I send you guys um, different games and activities you can do that kind of help build teamwork so if you're a president or a member of a club it'll help to kind of bring some unity and have fun at the same time uh, i would love for you guys to subscribe to my youtube page i do um, a video blogs on putting the fun in leadership and it's uh alan akins again or you can go to shaking akins be careful there's somebody on there who's shaking their akins and <laughs> she has the god gave a lot more than he gave me let's just say that <laughs> so but um and facebook uh alan akins.com i'm sorry um alan akins leadership 
Instagram is Alan Ray Akins and Twitter is Alan Ray Jr. Okay, and I'm sure your website is all those links. Yes. So so that's alanakins.com. So that brings us to the end of our program. Next week, we are going to really have an exciting program. Have you ever wondered, what do I really want to do for a living in life? Next week's program is going to give you tips and techniques to figure out what you really want to do for a living. So until then, stay tuned. This is your career on Lone Star Radio Network, Conroe's 104.5 FM. Thank you so much for listening and have a successful day. Thanks for checking out this production on Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's radio station. For more information on this show and other shows on Lone Star, check us out online at IRLoneStar.com. If you're interested in sponsoring a program on Lone Star Community Radio and reaching the local audience of Montgomery County on FM, Internet, and TV media, please call 936-647-5747 or contact us online at IRLoneStar.com. This recording is a Lone Star Community Radio production, produced by the show host and Dick Schistler of Lone Star Community Radio. Interested in volunteering as a music DJ or starting your own talk show? Yeah, contact Dick Schistler at Dick at IRLoneStar.com or by phone at 936-647-5747. 